Hello everyone, this is the Things I Tell My Younger Self podcast. I am your host, Ashley Seeger. This is a place where life stories are shared, the lessons that were learned, and the things we would want our younger selves to know. I've experienced a lot of things in my life, both good and bad, and I'm sharing these experiences to offer support, comfort, and hope to those who may be going through their own challenges. When my first marriage ended, was ending, it was a long process. We were going through a divorce for a solid year. And it wasn't necessarily because the courts were backed up or anything like that. It was mostly because of my ex not being agreeable for all the things that we had to agree on in order to get a divorce. But I remember feeling completely devastated. I thought that so many of the the dreams, the hopes, the aspirations that I had for our marriage, our relationship, our family were completely shattered. I didn't think that I would have any more kids. I didn't think that I would ever find anybody that would want want me or someone who had, at that time I had six kids. And it also didn't help that he would tell me that those same things. He would tell me that no one would want me, that I was uneducated, that I was a stupid, stupid woman, that I was fat, that I was ugly. And he was trying to tear me down, most likely because he didn't want me to be able to move on. And he wanted that control to stop me from being able to think about being with anybody else beside him. And I believed him. I believed him because I felt those things for myself because I had been conditioned to believe those things from the years of hearing him tell me these things. I wasn't educated, meaning I had only finished high school and I had no college experience. But when he left and I felt that devastation, I lived in that for a long time. I completely felt like my whole world had shattered. But then as I was working through therapy and as I learned that those things were not true for my own self, I started to take back the little bits of control that I had over my situation. And I did that by going to college. So I started college online and I would work on it in the evenings at home after my kids had gone to bed almost every night until I received not one but two master's degrees and I felt so accomplished like I didn't go to my graduation ceremonies for those I only went when I graduated um, with my bachelor's to walk across the stage because I had never experienced that. But when I got the other two, I didn't care about that. I just felt so accomplished for my own self. Like I just felt so happy that I stuck with this long process and I attained these goals that I had set for myself. I did a whole bunch of things like that for myself to be able to 
to not only prove him wrong, that was a part of it, but also to prove to myself what I'm capable of. So I exercised all the time and I got myself in much better shape than I was when we were married. I became really good friends with people who I wasn't as close to when we were together because of the controlling situation I was in. It was hard for me to have a lot of friends. But then I would reach out and I became this different version of myself, this person who was suppressed and this person I wasn't really allowed to be because it would irritate him. And I always shrank myself to be who I needed to be to make sure that he stayed happy, even killed, and wouldn't lash out at me. And then people would tell me, wow, you're like so bubbly. You're so fun to be around. And I never had heard those things before. I had never felt that way about myself, but I really loved it. And that's who I felt like I was. I just wasn't allowed to be that person in the relationship that I was in. And the more I started to realize who I was for myself, the better I started to feel about myself. And the more that I recognized that I was not those things that he said I was. I wasn't stupid. I wasn't uneducated. I wasn't somebody that nobody would want to be around. I was actually the opposite of those things. And I took initiative and I was very self-driven and I was able to see the course of action of things that I needed to do or the way that I wanted to go. And then I would just full steam ahead, do those things. Now, some of this was also trauma response where I would keep myself very busy so I wouldn't have to sit and ruminate on the things that I had to work through. I mostly did that during therapy because it was really hard to process those years and years of abuse and trauma that he had inflicted on me. But the more that I was able to take back the control from my own self and the more that I was able to recognize my own strengths and the ways in which I wasn't who he said I was, but I was able to recognize who I was for myself, the better I started to feel about myself and the better I felt about life. And I think a lot of times when people have either mental health issues or trauma that they've experienced or whatever else it could be in their lives and they haven't done the work to process those things that they've been through, it can be really hard for them to treat others with loving kindness because they don't feel it for themselves. They want to have control over others because they don't have control over themselves. They want to inflict harm on others because they feel damaged. And it doesn't excuse the behavior and it doesn't excuse how people treat us in those situations. But it is important to know that it doesn't actually speak about who we are as individuals. When people are going through difficulties that they have not processed or worked through, it can be really easy for them to find people who are also damaged and tear them down even further because it makes them feel better about themselves. And that can be really hard to live through when you don't recognize it. I never recognized how bad it was until after we were separated and the fog started to lift and I started to realize just how unsafe I felt, 
how completely torn down I felt. I was very indecisive. I couldn't make decisions for myself because I had always relied on making decisions based on the outcome that would happen from him. So if I made a wrong decision, I would have to deal with his lashing out at me for that. So I would make decisions based on how it would keep him happy, how it would keep him neutral, and it wouldn't set him off. And this is a pattern of behavior for me that I've tried to break, but it's really hard sometimes because you go back to that. It can be really hard to make decisions for yourself and feel secure in them when you were living with somebody that would make you feel very insecure about any decision that you made. Or if they would berate you for that decision or tell you that it was wrong or make you feel bad for that decision or whatever it looks like, that's not okay. We should be allowed to make decisions sometimes for our own lives. And of course, you can always counsel with someone, your partner, significant other. But ultimately, when we have to live with the decisions, we should be able to. There were situations a lot of times when we would go to like church activities or we would go with groups of friends and I would always have to leave whenever he had had enough. Like I I knew when it was coming because he would start getting antsy and he would act a certain way. Like I was very, very conditioned to recognize when it was time for us to go based on how he was acting. And if we did not leave when he wanted to leave, I would have to pay for that later by him uh, being mean to me, like on the drive home, saying mean things to me, putting me down in some way, being quiet, not talking to me, um, whatever it would look like in that moment and changed from situation to situation. But once I was separated from him, I was able to enjoy going to activities or going out with friends because I wasn't constantly having to be on alert to at that conditioning to know when we would have to leave, when we would have to go. Otherwise, it would be too much for him and I would have to answer for that later. And it was so freeing to just feel like I can enjoy being here for as long as I want to be here and I can talk to who I want to talk to. And I didn't feel like I had to be ready at a moment's notice to leave when it was the time to leave according to him and those little things I didn't realize how conditioned I was to his mood his behaviors and his timetables like all of the things I didn't recognize how bad it was I didn't recognize how conditioned I was I didn't recognize how much I had again shrunk myself to be the person that he expected me to be and when I was separated from him and I was able to see those things and break those habits to learn to be able to to relax when I go out places or to be able to enjoy myself being with friends. It was so freeing and such a huge relief for me. And I was able to be more myself because I was not fitting myself into the box of who he expected me to be. This kind of a relationship isn't healthy. This kind of a relationship is abusive. I was in a very abusive relationship for many years. 
and it was based off the pattern of abuse that I had grown up in living with my mom. And realizing those patterns and learning how to break them within myself, but also recognizing them in the other person that I'm with is an important first step to make sure that we're not repeating those patterns over and over again. If you've ever experienced anything like that, I'm sorry. I hope that you are able to recognize things for what they are. And I also hope that you're able to get some recovery through therapy or working with a life coach or talking to friends. Because the more that we can recognize these situations for what they are, it can help us to either change them or break free of them. And that is really the best way for us to be able to grow as individuals when we are able to be more who we are and not who we're expected to be based on another person and their conditioning of us. And I hope that this can help you as I wish that I could go back and help my younger self understand this sooner. So I could have broken out of that pattern a lot, lot sooner than I did. And I hope you have a magnificent day. Thanks for joining me for this episode on Things I Tell My Younger Self. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe or leave a review wherever you get your podcasts.